we need to wrap up in the next, this week and next week, fruitfulness. And the importance of you becoming fruitful at some level and teaching your system to develop and to become fruitful for the kingdom of God. There are seven places we've spoken about. It is from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. It says that you have, can have fruitful thoughts. That's ideas that God can give you. I mean, we're sitting on this campus for, for eight years. And not once did we even think about planting something that could actually produce a harvest that you don't have to beg anybody anymore. And you can build with the freedom. Let your neighbor know that there is something in their hands. Let them know that there's... Say, stop begging God. There's something on you that, is, that, that God can use. Because he asked Moses when he was crying out, he says, what's in your hand? There's something in your hand that will make you fruitful for the kingdom of God. That is an answer. Because the answer is not out there. It's within you and the Holy Ghost. Fruitfulness goes from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. From your mind that can produce ideas to your eyes that gives you vision to your lips that you must speak life. Every day, just speak life. The fruit of your lips, speak life. Be that woman, be that woman that only speaks life. Five is your hands. Produces a product for you. It's on the land. Can produce something that we can trade internationally. And um, we're starting the export business meeting with the importers, exporters in Atlanta in a few weeks' time to export products. You are kingdom people. You're not church people. Come on. You are kingdom people. You're not a church girl. You're a kingdom woman, a Proverbs 31 woman that understands that imports and exports is what we do. Got to break from this unbelief. And then your feet is that my faith can bring me to a place. And take me across the globe and so I can produce on the next level for the kingdom of God. Seven is your spirit, is your character. That your, when God processes you through the kingdom, you become sweeter. You don't become hateful. You don't become vengeful. You don't stay offended and bitter. When God processes you through the kingdom, woman of God, the thing that is guaranteed is that love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, goodness, self-control, all those things form a part of your life. And you, I'm telling you, no wonder they wanted to. Sarah was what, 85? And the king still desired her? I speak that upon you in Jesus' name. You'll be fresh and flourishing, even in your old age. This morning I want to speak on the favor of the Lord. And the title of my sermon is, Favor is Fair. You've heard it all your life being preached, that favor ain't fair. No. I said it many times. And we've taken someone else's statement. I'm going to prove today to you, through scripture, that favor is fair. What is favor? What's this got to do with your assignment? What's this got to do with fruitfulness? Watch. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. 
Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful. Let's go back. Don't miss it. The command is to be fruitful. But there's something on you called the blessing. I mean, God can't make a demand on my life unless He gives, He's put something in my life. I mean, you can't ask a man to give you a baby because with all the change, you still need a womb, man. So God puts something on you called the blessing. And if you ignore it, you'll, you'll try to be, to be fruitful outside of the blessing. This is not God's design. So this is what He placed on Adam and Eve. God blessed them. You need to know what the blessing is so that you can walk into fruitfulness. Let's go. What is the blessing? The blessing is an empowerment to succeed. That God put something on them called the blessing. And it was the empowerment of God for them to succeed in this life. Number two, it is the anointing through which, the anointing of God through which divine favor flows. And I want that to rest with you this morning. Everybody say, favor is fair. So when the anointing comes upon you, when the blessing is on you, there is something called the anointing of God and this is the, through which divine favor flows. Number three, it's the covenant of God that overrides the curse. That means you cannot be cursed. If you try to curse me, I don't curse you. God says, I will curse whoever curses you. No one can curse you. Because you're in the kingdom of God and you are being fruitful. So Adam was working his assignment with the blessing of God upon his life. Fulfilling his purpose with more than enough provision and in perfect harmony with his creator. And all of creation as well. And God's favor rested on, on, on Adam. So the favor Favor is fair because it's connected to your assignment. When Adam stopped fulfilling his assignment, the favor lifted. Is that fair? Or not? <laughs> You're very quiet this morning. I mean, you know, if I'm not fulfilling what God told me to do, do I need his favor? No, because favor is two of you it's going to get a little louder and it's gonna, you're going to help me this morning because when the assignment comes favor comes with it when God says you're going to die Adam did not die physically first the favor the spirit of the Lord lifted off from Adam's life and instead of him walking in favor he had to walk into toil to accomplish his assignment he says, from now on, you're going to struggle in life. You're going to strive. You are going to now give birth to things in toil. It's part of the curse that's in the earth. So what is favor? I want you to just let's lay some foundation and we'll preach a little bit. 
Favor is a spiritual force. Favor is divine assistance. Favor is not a natural thing, but a supernatural thing. Like fruitfulness. It's not something that comes out of a natural space. We're not talking about babies. We're not just talking about that. I can start a company. I was taught how to. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about something that comes from, from, from heaven. Fruitfulness is, is, is a supernatural thing. And so is favor. So it cannot be manufactured anywhere in the natural realm. You can't, you can't get it in the natural realm. It's a spiritual force. So you can print counterfeit money. But you cannot manufacture favor. Nobody in the world can get it. You have to come to the kingdom of God. You've got to get born again. You've got to come into God's kingdom and His system to receive the favor of God. Because it's a gift given to you from God. It's a divine quality that can only come from God. And I want to just write this down. It is a visible display of something that only exists in eternity. When favor comes on someone, you're going to see it. You're going to know that there's something on this person. Because it's visible. It's a visible display of something that's eternal. Something that you cannot see in eternity, you're going to find it in the natural. It's a tangible anointing. And so, when, when you have the favor of God, it brings the goodness of God onto the scene. Because favor makes you accomplish your assignment in the earth with ease. It, it sets you apart. It's something about your life and your purpose and, and everything about you that, 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 that makes you uh, special. Not just before God because you are, but on earth because you're fulfilling your assignment. So Proverbs 10 and 22 says, The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. Do you have it in the Amplified? It adds no sorrow with it. If you give it in the Amplified, that will be great. The blessing of the Lord, it, it makes truly rich. And He adds no sorrow with it. Neither does toiling increase it. I tell you why we need more of God's favor this morning. It's because you only got 24 hours in a day. And if God's calling for more fruitfulness, we said fruit, more fruit, much fruit. If God's calling for much fruit and He wants my life to produce much fruit, I only got 24 hours in a day. So what must God add? He must add favor. So as the rand is the South African currency and the dollar the US currency, the euro is for Europe, the British pound is when you want to visit the queen, Favor is the currency of heaven for every child of God. Most people struggle with the revelation or struggle with the idea of fruitfulness because they don't understand that before fruitfulness comes the blessing. That if anybody says, I want to become fruitful, God says, now let's work the blessing. So exactly what is favor? Most speak about the, the idea as preferential treatment. To, shown to somebody it denotes acceptance approval and pleasure God gives us this for not just to become fruitful with products or business but he makes us fruitful 
in Christ to even give the display of Christ through our character. And so, while the Greek and Hebrew words translated favor in Scripture include these definitions, there's a deeper dimension to the Greek word for favor. Everywhere in the New Testament, this word, favor, is translated as grace. So don't miss it. The blessing is there. In the blessing is this anointing of the favor of God. But when you speak about it in the New Testament, when you find the word grace, it's God's grace that comes upon you to do what you could not do in your own ability and strength. It gives you the grace to do. Grace and favor is essentially a gift. It must come upon me because I want to become fruitful for the kingdom of God. So, where did this come from? Galatians chapter 3 and verse 30. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. So the curse was in the earth because of the first Adam. The last Adam then comes and the curse is still here, but there's something for His people that when you receive Christ, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree, verse 14 says, that the blessing or the favor or the grace that was on Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So how do I get the favor of God? I was born in a curse, under a curse, my family and my home. I then get born again, and through the born again experience, I receive Christ, and with that comes the favor of God. Now that the favor of God is upon my life, I now need to understand a couple of things. There's something about the favor of God that allows you to, 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 to grow in favor. Look at 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. Not just do you have it, it must grow in your life. But grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means favor can grow upon my life. It can increase upon my life. The number one thing that you must be protecting upon your life is God's favor. Are you with me? So, to grow, you must know. Here's what you need to know. Firstly, around, a couple of things around favor. Firstly, is that many people don't realize that they actually have the favor of God upon their lives. It was a deposit in your spirit. It belongs to you as a child of God. It is the currency that you, that, 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 you, that you trade with in heaven. Because most people can say, I plead the blood. I, plead, I get it. The blood was given to God's people to protect them from the angel of death. But when they began to move, they needed the favor of God. Because the, the blood was in the doorpost, hid them from the angel of death. That's for protection. But when you get born again, the favor of God is upon your life for movement. I'm going to give you scripture. Secondly, favor is for your assignment. Luke chapter 1 verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. 
the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, how much favored? Highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among, among, among women. You're about to become fruitful and you're stepping onto a journey. What must I give you? I must give you favor. And because you're saving the whole world, what you're giving birth to is going to be called the Son of God that's going to save the whole world. No, Mary is not your Savior. Jesus is. But she needs favor. And not just favor. She needs to be highly favored because of her assignment. So God can't ask you to be fruitful without first putting His favor on you. This is good preaching. Watch now. Whenever God sets you up to your destiny and where you need to go, you need to, find the, you need to have some favor put on you. Someone's going to know that by December this time, the favor of the Lord did this for my life and for my family. Watch. Genesis chapter 37 verse 3. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Joseph has a dream. But Israel loves Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. Also he made him a tunic of many colors. He put his favor of the 12 sons on one of them. He has a dream and he's on his way somewhere. But before he can go, he needs the favor of God upon his life. Everybody shout, favor is fair. So they tried to kill him. They threw him in a pit, sold him into slavery, got wrongfully accused of rape. But God's favor never left him. Why? Because he is becoming fruitful. Everybody shout again, favor is fair. Joseph had no money for his vision. He had no money, but he had the coat of favor. You don't need money. You need the favor of God first. The reason why many people wouldn't go into what God has got for them because they look at their bank accounts and they say because of the bank account, it's not possible. But when I look to the favor of God, I look to my bank account, I see limits. When I look to the kingdom of God, there is no limits. Come on, we're going somewhere this morning with the power and the purposes of heaven. Everybody shout, favor is fair. The first thing God releases to fulfill divine vision or fruitfulness is not money, but favor. Favor gives you access to money. Do you want what's in your account or do you want what's in God's account? I mean, God's got people everywhere that He can speak to that person to help you and to strengthen you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You don't have to beg and borrow and go and sleep with anybody. I don't have to go and beg anybody and say, Lord, if I know the one who controls all Ashakandalabo, He holds the heart of the king in His hand and He controls this thing. Because when you've got favor, you don't need money. You'll have access to money. Mm, that's a good word. That's very good. 
Favor gives you access to money and divine connections with fruitful meetings, with now conversations to bring you into your destiny. Someone's going to understand the power of God's favor because favor is fair. When I step into what God has got for me, favor is fair. When I'm doing what God has called me to do, favor is the game changer. I feel the anointing in this place. Someone is going to get the favor of the Lord. Next level. Favor is a signpost that you are where God wants you to be. Favor is fair. Because how would I know that I am doing what God has called me to do? How would I know this is fruitfulness? How would I know that God is pleased with me? Favor becomes the signpost on the road that I travel. So if I am going to follow the yellow brick road, I'm going to have to look out for something called favor. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. Then the, now the Lord said to Abraham, get out from your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. You're going to have to travel down this path. I'll make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you and I'll curse him who curses you and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So don't worry about who curses you. Stay becoming fruitful. So even... When Abimelech wants to sleep with his wife, even Abraham lied. He said, this is not my wife, this is my sister. The king takes Sarah in. And the Lord wakes him up and says, that is not your wife. This woman's on her path to destiny. Now, if you don't send her back to her husband, I'm going to kill you. And he wakes up, he says, Abraham, why didn't you tell me this is, your, this is your wife? He says, I was afraid. Because when you get onto the path with God, you become an asset for the kingdom of God and the blessing of the Lord is upon you and the favor of the Lord was so strong upon him that God turns around to the king and says, now you better go because that man's a prophet. Go and give him an offering and make right. Because when somebody is on the path to fruitfulness and becoming what God has called him to be, you can't mess with them. He says, I will take you out. Your, your head will come off. I will crack your head because this woman belongs to the kingdom of God. She's becoming fruitful. Do you understand that you come under a whole different kind of protection system when you come into the kingdom of God? Because when you become fruitful and you favor ease fair, I mean, the king said, no, but favor is not fair. Exactly. But favor is fair. She's on God's timetable and assignment. Don't you mess with her. Amen. Because they're on a journey. So favor is not just for the journey. Favor becomes a signpost along your journey. You've got to wake up every single morning and say, Father, where's your favor? If you're in the center of God's will, 
If you believe this is the business, if you believe that this is the marriage, if you believe that this is the church, if you believe this is the place, if you believe this is what God has called you to do, then you should be having the grace and the boldness and the courage to wake up every morning and say, Lord, where is the favor of God? I need a signpost this morning. I need God to begin to show me. Did somebody get a message from the Lord this morning? Somebody's asked for a word. I'm preaching the word that you asked the Lord for. It's somebody online that you know that this is a signpost, that this is your church this is your apostle this is your time this is your moment this is your season I have become a signpost for somebody this morning that needs an answer from God a man traveling on the wrong road does not need encouragement to speed up why would God put the blessing on somebody going in the wrong direction oh favor ain't fair no no honey favor is fair. You're plowing through tough terrain. And it seems like God, I put this company together and I, I had this academy and I wanted to do these things, but there's only three people showing up. The Lord says, hold on, honey. I'm going to show you my favor. Everybody lift your hands and say, Lord, show me your favor. Because favor is a signpost. That God is with you. The Bible says of Joseph that he was in Pharaoh's house and God made him a successful man because God was with him. He was successful. Have a look at this. Exodus chapter 12 and verse 31. They're coming out of Egypt. Moses has been raised up 80 years. Comes with a message. Let my people go. Let them get them out of this bondage because this is the word of the Lord. Pharaoh says, no, 10 plagues come. Final night, death comes. they in the house, first Passover. Now they have to leave because they're on the journey. Because they're on their journey to becoming fruitful. Because they're on the path that God has called them and said them. There must be favor on your path. Is somebody hearing me? Don't tell me favor follows you. Tell me that favor, you are following the favor of God. Then he called for Moses and Aaron by night and said, Rise out, rise, go out from among the people, both you and the children of Israel, and go and serve the Lord as you have said. This is Pharaoh speaking to him. He's done with the plagues. He's had enough lice and, and frogs and all kinds of stuff. And so he says, just go. But we're not done yet, Pharaoh. Is someone going to hear me today? You don't just get saved. The devil must pay back for all the hell he put you through from the time that you were not saved. There is a recompense. There is a payout for all the hell you've been through. All the hell your children's been through. All the damage over my body. All the operations. All the businesses I lost. All the houses I lost. 430 years. You're going to pay us. We are not leaving. We're going to... Pharaoh finally lets them go. Also take your flocks and your herds as you have said and be gone. The devil's going to be so mad, I'm telling you. We're going to harass him on every side. We're going to let him take his hands off our children. You put me through COVID. You put me bounce palsy on me. You put all kinds of damage on my life. It cost me time. It 
cost me money. I spend so much time. I'm telling you, I want my payback. Jehovah Gamola is my father's name, and I want my stuff. I want it, and I want it now. He says, now be gone. And bless me also. You rude man. My great, 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 great grandfather died in poverty because of you. And I must bless you also. Verse 33. It's Sunday morning. And the Egyptians urged the people that they might send them out of the land in haste. They were so tormented. It's time that the devil gets tormented. You're going to stop running from the devil. You're going to turn around and say, not here, not now, no more in the name of Jesus. You're going to stop running from the devil. Tired, the devil's harassing me. The devil's pushing me under pressure. No, we're going to put him under pressure. Somebody needs to just stop your feet. Tell you how we're going to arrest this devil. I tell you how we're going to do it. The Egyptians even urged and said, please, send them out by other land in haste. Let them just go now. But they said, we shall all be dead. That's how they're going to start treating us and saying, if you, don't, if you mess with those kingdom people, you arrest their children. You come after their marriage. You touch them with all kinds of sickness and disease. You will die. Hmm. So the people took their dough before it was leavened, having their kneading bowls bound to their clothes on their shoulders. Come now. And the children of Israel had done. Please read with me. You must do what the word says you must do. Now the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses. You must put this in your capacity to believe. It's part of the word of God. It is part of vengeance. It is, vengeance is mine. I will repay. You must accept it. Some people, they're born again, but they got no favor working in their lives. Shout not me. They done according to the word of Moses and they asked from the Egyptians articles of what? Articles of gold and clothing. It means a new wardrobe. It means whatever you're looking for. I mean, like, what, 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 come on, somebody. What are we stressing about you? What, what, what's this thing that the enemy is trying to put you under pressure when you are born again and you have the favor of the Lord? Because favor is fair. Because the blood came and has washed us. Come on, somebody. Now read with me loud one, two. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they granted them what they requested. Thus they plundered the Egyptians. So you can't just have faith for the blood that covers you and protects you. You must also have faith for the favor of the Lord upon your life and say, no, I'm going to walk in favor in the season. Uh, I know favor is fair. Let me tell you today that the blood of Jesus Christ paid a price so that you can walk in the favor of the Lord. Everybody shout, favor is fair. Favor is 
for free, but it never came cheap. So the kingdom's on the move, and it's moving with the movers. But when you're becoming fruitful for the kingdom of God, part of you is that it's, I'm going to become fruitful, but the favor of God is upon my life. And it becomes signposts. Have a look at, what, at everything of their, their journey. Every time they needed something, God's hand was upon them to deliver them and to set them free. So the Lord is giving us grace in the season. God's grace doesn't prosper us so that we can comfortably sit back and do nothing. The grace of God empowers us, empowers and possesses us to do something great. I've watched people make this false gospel of, of grace, of, of cheap grace and comfortable worldly living. I've watched how people have used this over the generations. But it's quickly dissipated. The Lord is awakening the church from a slumber of materialism, idolatry, compromise, and confusion. The Lord is awakening the church from a veil of false teachings, lack of convictions, and a loss of passion. Because you're going to discover right now, even in the church, that favor is fair. Though even though you're born again, you can be sitting on your blessed assurance and the favor of God is not doing anything to help you. But when you get into the kingdom of God and you become serious with the kingdom of God, you're going to discover the favor of God like never before. So you can increase in the favor of God. There's a couple of things we need to just throw out and then we need to start preaching. Luke chapter 2 verse 52. Watch now. It's not just that you got favor. You can increase in favor. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and increased in favor with God and men. You can get to a place of where your assignment and all that God has called you is like people helping you from everywhere. So, you need to build the capacity to believe that you are here to do something great for the kingdom of God. It's called fruitfulness. Here's number one. You must begin to believe. You must begin to believe that there's something inside of me that God is calling for that's going to get me to function in the kingdom of God and produce some fruit for the kingdom of God. You can't build the kingdom of God with takers. The Bible says, the poor, the poor will always be with you. But he did not say that the poor will be amongst you. Amongst all of us here, nobody poor, nobody sick. I'm going to say it and announce it one more time. In this church, nobody sick, nobody poor. Come on, help me preach it one more time. I'm going to announce it in the heavens. Nobody sick, nobody poor in this place. Because the Bible says, when they came out of Egypt, none were feeble and none were broke. In this church, I've made the announcement. Uh, I don't know about anybody else, uh, but in this church, uh, nobody's broke. Uh, nobody's sick. Uh, Accident-free, you are walking in the blessing of the Lord. Everybody online, I want you to be a partnering with this ministry. I forbid any kind of sickness, disease, and any kind of damage upon you and your family and your household. Everybody shouted. I now must build the capacity to believe 
that I cannot be cursed. The only right reason why people say they cursed or feel like they cursed is because of their belief system. Romans chapter 3 and verse 3, please. For what if some did not believe? What is stopping people from walking in what God has got for them? Their unbelief. For what if some did not believe? Will their unbelief make the faithfulness of God without effect? Everybody shout. No, shout it like you ate something this morning. Indeed, certain no way. If nobody else in my family is going to believe God, that, I, that the favor of the Lord is upon them, I'm going to believe that on this man, there's the favor of God. I, I'm telling you now, this is Maxwell Benjamin Holland. If nobody else believes it, I am going to believe God and I'm going to take him at his word. Certainly not. Let God be true. Let every man be a liar. My family, I am telling you now, everything attached to me is blessed. This church is blessed. The sons and daughters are blessed. I don't care, Sandile, if they threw you out of school. The principal called me and said, how is Sandile doing? I said, he's a farmer. He is producing. He's a multimillionaire. God can take somebody from nothing and make him somebody for the kingdom of God. Everybody shout. Let God be true and every man be a liar. If you're not going to get it, I'm going to get mine. Shout yes. You've got to build inside of you a capacity to believe. I cannot be cursed. When this thing happened in my face, the devil said, you cursed, you did this, that, that. I can't be. People say, no, but you know, you, you did this. And I say, it doesn't matter my mistake. I can't be cursed. Now, if I messed up, I'm going to fess up. But I'm going to get it right with God. And I'm going to stand to my own two feet again. And I'm going to preach the living word of God. Because you cannot curse a blessed man. I'm going to keep on rising. You left me all by myself. Then I'm going to plant some seed and the earth will yield its increase to me. I'm going to start a company and God's going to bless the work of my hands because I am a blessed man. Everybody shout fruitfulness. Now believe that the favor of God can increase in your life. Life does not give you what you want. Like life gives you what you believe. Here's something else. I'm helping you build. Number one is you build capacity. Number two is that you learn to confess. Favor. Fruitful lips. Quite interesting for me this week. I was uh, watching the opening of you know, the last couple of weeks, Kosi Sikilela. And I'm looking at this week and I'm seeing Kasatu has another march. And until you burn some tires, the government don't pay attention to you.
Watch now. The power of prayer is given to shift the atmosphere. The power of confession is given to create things. When I speak it, when I speak it, I create things. So let's take the last, how many years are we free? Or are we dormant? No, no, not you, not you. I'm talking about everybody else. However many years. Here's the deal. You were not supposed to live in a world you never created. Your words is creating your world. And if you keep confessing that you don't have favor. Okay, let's, let's walk past this. Let's talk about what you're singing about. When you... Watch. I went to go and study something yesterday. Let us live and strive for freedom. Here's the word strive. To make efforts. To use exertions. To endeavor with earnestness. To labor hard. Applicable to exertions of both body and mind. A workman strives to perform his task before another. Here's some more words around strive. To contend. To contest. To struggle in opposition to another. To be in contention or dispute. Followed by or against or with before the person or thing being opposed. As strive against temptation to strive for the truth. Let us live and let us get into a system where we toil. And everything that we want, we're going to have to fight hard for. And if, you don't get your, if, if, if you're not getting the attention, burn a tire. Make some noise. I don't know if they thought about that song. But everybody's been singing this over South Africa. And the question I'm asking, will our children ever live in a place of peace to build something and become fruitful? There's a real reason why Queen Elizabeth is still alive. Long live the Queen. Tell her to get saved and then she can die. Charles has been waiting his whole life to take over. Here's the thing about you, the USA though. The USA does, it's not like they don't have problems. But the USA has got something. This is the home. It's the land of the free and the home of the brave. That I can be brave enough to build my company in this place. And I can do something with my life in this place. So you've got two options here this morning. I'm not being disrespectful towards our flag or this nation. Please hear me. I'm trying to show you the power of the confession. And I'm asking, now that we're dealing with hospitals and we have to take everybody else from all the neighbors, and is this the problem in Africa that our confession is a problem? That should the church not be singing a new song? Should you not have a different confession? You better build a different world for your children because they're going to have to live and strive for freedom. Is that how you're going to live and die? You can start up a company in the United States. I mean, 
you know what is interesting is that you can have Chinese and Russians and everybody else, Pakistanis come in here and they don't sing your song. And they build here. No, that church you got on comes from Chinatown, man. They get to build here. And they make money. You're looking for a job. Well, they are employing some people. China, if you're looking for anything. You must be careful about the words that you say. The only way I can change this in this nation is that I need to build an embassy. What is an embassy? I need to create a place within another nation that doesn't abide by the rules and the songs of that nation. Welcome to Kingdom Life Embassy. Because we are putting out a whole place that's in a nation that we're living by all kinds of other rules that does not apply because in the embassy this is real birth the Lord has made room for us we will be fruitful in this land our children will have dreams we will sing different songs we will believe in our children we will raise up a new generation that knows how to go out of striving into a place of no toil because they have the favor of the Lord upon their lives and favor is fair. Our children will live in the embassy. Our sons and daughters will be raised up fulfilling their dreams. And when it's time to fly, we will have the pound. We will have the euro. We will have a dollar. We will raise up businesses. We will start up a new generation that says favor is fair. What is an embassy? It's a piece of ground in a nation that does not belong to that nation. You are in this world, but not of this world. We are not going by the economy of this nation. We have an economy from heaven. It's called the favor of the Lord. Someone's going to hear me this morning. When you step onto that land in an embassy, you are not in the same country that that nation is, that embassy is in. You go and try and step onto the U.S. embassy and try to touch their stuff. It's called war. Because they're not protected by this government. They are not paid by this government. All of that equipment in there, it's not built by this government. Those things were imported from another place. They got their own security systems. They trained up their own people in there. We don't need you to work here. We will fly people from another nation and we will set them in this place because we're not abiding by your rules and we're not subject to your economy. Everybody shout yes. Because an ambassador is not there for that nation. They're there sent by their own nation to represent them. You can't touch them. And they don't get paid by the rand. So, I'm in this embassy and I'm not living and striving for favor. 
whom the sun sets free. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I am your confession you're going to put your name in this because you see an ambassador can't really function in another nation an embassy is not an embassy until this land quiet you can't call it an embassy until there's land allocated for you so you can build what you want on your own land here's your confession your days of rental are over eh? I'm going to add it. God gave me a word. The days of you paying a bond are over. Deuteronomy 33 verse 20 to 23. Here's your scripture. Deuteronomy 33, 23. Now, you're going to put your name where it says Naphtali. I say, and of Maxwell. You're going to put your name in there. Come on, read with me. And of... What is your name, man? And of all satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord, possess the west, the south, the north, the east. It's time for somebody to possess land. Can you bring that confession to your lips this morning? Say, I am the possessor of the north and the south and the east. I'm the possess lands in the season. Why? Because of the favor of the Lord. Somebody shouted. You need to now learn how to declare favor from your own mouth. You see this woman, this Proverbs 31 woman. It's not just a mind. It's not just the eyes. It's her lips. It's her hands, it's her womb, it's her feet, it's her character. It's everything she's putting her hands to. She's fully engaged in kingdom purpose. And she's speaking the favor of the Lord upon her life. Hallelujah. Finally. Number one is that I believe for it. Number two is that I confess for it. Number three is I embrace my assignment. Favor does not work apart from your assignment. Favor is God's goodness placed on you to fulfill your assignment. The assignment is the cause of His favor. So in every battle, the favor of God comes to assure you get the victory. Psalms 44 verse 1 to 8. So we're in a real fight just to get this piece of land, right? And we... God, how are we going to do it? Where's the money? The banks don't speak to churches. Blah, 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 blah. We show no bank accounts, what we've done. Not interested in your bank accounts. You must give us cash. God gives me the scripture. We have heard with our ears, O oh God, our fathers have told us the deeds you did in their days, in the days of old. You drove out the nations with your hand, but them you planted. What a promise from God. That the people on you say, you can't come on here, we'll, we'll drive you out. The Lord says, okay, I'll show you my hand. But them you planted, you afflicted the peoples and cast them out. 
For, read with me, they did not gain possession of the land by their own soul. Nor did their own arms save them. My bank account could not save me. But it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance because you favored them. Everybody shout, favor is fair. Now, I would not have received the favor of God if I didn't come onto the land. I can't sit back at my home and say, well, you know, where's, where's God's favor? I can't sit in my blessed assurance and say, well, the favor. No, because you then come and say, well, then favor's not. Why would God give me land? Why would I need to see the favor of God until I put my, my foot on this land? Until I begin to trust God and say, well, we're going to pay this land off in the next year. We're gonna, and we're going to start building on a whole other level. Because the favor of God, not because I got money in my account, but because of the favor of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Because favors for your assignment. Hallelujah. Let us end. You cannot stay here and admire everybody. People that are, you know, Azel with the beauty pageants and boldness, stepping out and doing something that you know nobody's done before in a family, having influence and using a voice and a gift to impact generations and have a message to speak about courage and boldness when she was fearful and how's this going to turn out? She's got a testimony. You've got Sandile, you've got doctors, you've got different businesses. You can't be a participator in the kingdom of God. I mean, a, 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 a spectator. You can't sit in the grandstands shouting at the players, screaming at the Liverpool players. Why don't you get onto the field? Bunch of, st- want to use the words. But I mean, you, you've got to participate in, the, in all that the kingdom's doing. You've got to bring my gift of being a chef, Gersh. Pastor Gavin, working for a company, just in exporting stuff in my training. I said, you're a farmer, man. He says, not me. COVID happens. He comes back. He says, I'm a farmer. He's got, he's planting a hundred hectares of chili seeds. We've only got two for him. He says, give me more. Fruitful. Participating in this. When are you going to get involved in God's system? When are you going to go beyond I need to get to church to I need to be participating in the kingdom of God? Because favor kicks in. It's here. It's there. You, you belong. You have it. You're not cursed. But when are you going to use it? When are you going to confess it? When are you going to step into your assignment? You're not here to admire people. You are here to bring yours to the table. Because the world's waiting for you. At some point, you must go beyond like, ah, let's see, how much did I bring to church today to put in an offering? No. Go and sow a kind of seed in the season that says, God, I'm concerned about my destiny. I want something for my children's children. I did it. I said, I'm not going to live like a nobody anymore. I'm not going to go back and forth to a job all the time and, and just live a mediocre life. I want something significant. I want my life to count for something. 
Mary is highly favored because she has a significant load to carry to a generation. You don't need the favor of God doing your own thing. Not participating in the kingdom and its system. Favor is fair. It's something that is supernatural that God places upon you so that you can become fruitful for the kingdom of God. Psalms 103 speaks about it. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. That means when I get into His company, the kingdom company, there's a benefits package. And the benefits package is the favor of the Lord. And it can increase. And it can multiply. Everybody shout, Lord, increase the favor of God, your favor upon my life. Come on, say it like and pray for your mind and pray for your life. Say, increase the favor, your favor upon my life. Increase your favor upon my life. Let's have the worship team up. Final scripture. Before we stand. Please won't you stand as well while you just stand there. Take the favor of God seriously. It's currency. It's heaven's currency. It's a signpost that I'm doing what God has called me to do. Job 36 verse 11. If, 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 if they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures that's in your Bible I never wrote it everything that I need for my assignment favor increases the more fruit I want to produce for the kingdom of God the kind of stuff that God must do in your life to show forth his hand you ain't seen nothing yet I feel like there's a 12 month thing that God's about to do well not even 12 months the Lord says 9 months because I've been speaking to God in 9 he's like lifting he's speaking to me he says no no go with 9 months takes 9 months to deliver that baby we're into a new cycle and this starting September it is the favor of God that's about to blow upon God's people for the next level if they obey and serve him they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures Please lift your hands and lift them high. Because the favor of God is in this place. Favor is the game changer. One day of favor is worth a lifetime of labor. God's going to lift the sweat, the striving, the struggle from your life in this season. Because the favor of God is coming upon your life to make you fruitful for the kingdom of God. Beyond one job, God's favor will profusely abound over you and your family. This is the set time of favor. In the mighty name of Jesus, every head bowed and eye closed. If you do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your day. This is God's favor. This is God's goodness. This is God's kindness reaching out to you that you can make a decision today.
to get in on the flow of the kingdom of God. Favor is fair. It belongs to those that are born again because Jesus paid for it. That the blessing of Abraham can come upon you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment, this is your time before the throne of heaven. To make right with the Lord this morning, won't you just lift your hands and say, Lord, I need to just make right with you this morning. I need to give my life to you. I belong to you. My life belongs to you. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me in your precious blood. Give me a brand new start and let me live for you. Hallelujah. For those who lifted their hands, for those who should have lifted their hands, just pray this prayer and say, Lord, come into my heart. Give me a brand new start and let me live for you. Thank you for your favor. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. You lifted your hand or should have lifted your hand. The pastors are here. Pastor Z, wave your hand. Pastor Z is here to help you. You'll come in, you'll come in. Just, she'll minister to you and we are going to take your number and we are going to build you and teach you. You should be different to everybody else. I'd love Dr. Candice to come and give a testimony of how God pulled her through university to get a degree. I want to tell you about Chad and how God pulled him through university to get his degree. I can tell you about sons and daughters over and over again that parents have prayed that they don't even have a proper prayer life. But they got the mother who's praying. Hey, Vi, Mom, Vi. Yeah. Yeah. You better go and kiss your mother and thank her one more time. Because as parents that are just praying, they've got tremendous favor upon their lives. And you're benefiting. Amen. Forget not all the benefits. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's be seated and receive an offering. Genesis chapter 26 and verse 12. Uh, pick up verse 10 for me, please. Genesis 26 verse 10, if we can. Uh, go verse 11. Okay, stick verse 12. Then Isaac, there was a family in the land. In fact, it's verse 1. Then we can jump to verse 12. It's verse 1. There was a family in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abram. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of, Phil of the Philistines in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go to Egypt. Live in the land which I shall tell you. Don't sow your seed in Egypt. Don't use that system to get your stuff. A woman called up this week and, you know, I'm from the stock exchange and I'm selling some things and, you know, and, and, and. So, you know that your, your portfolio, I said, okay, what portfolio? She says, you do have a portfolio with all your policies and da, 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 da. Um, so, so your policy you got? I said, no, no policies. She says, what do you mean? I mean retirement and all that? I said, nah, none of that. She says, what are you going to do? I said, you're asking a whole lot of personal questions early in the morning. You're asking me to sow into your system. I have wisdom. We're doing some things. But my confidence and my faith is in this system so much. We will lack no good thing. God told him, he said, son, even there's a famine, don't run off to Egypt to go and let them bless you. Because they'll control you there. 
And Egypt, I will continue teaching on favor this month. Egypt does not give you increase. Egypt changes your wages 10 times. Ask Jacob. Sitting with Laban. Until he says, I'm getting out here and I'm getting out of your system. He says, the Lord, bless me for your sake. Because you only get productive and fruitful in the kingdom of God. I don't care if you failed matric. There's more room. He says, dwell in this land and I'll be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands. And I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. Now pick up verse 12. I'll multiply you and increase you. Then Isaac sowed in that land. Not in Egypt. All my policies are sorted out. My father was better dead than alive. Working for the company. He was worth more. Until he left that and came into the kingdom. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Blessed him such a way. Come on, you, 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 you read with me. The man began to prosper and continued prospering. Come on, say it. Say, say, say it because it's such, a, it's such a velvety word, right? Prosper. Prospering. Very prosperous. Come on, say it. Let, let it roll off your tongue. Say prosperous. Because that's part of your kingdom assignment. When you come into the kingdom of God, it's part of what God has got for you. I am not talking about you becoming materialistic. I'm talking about you fulfilling your assignment so that when you're done with your assignment, your children will say, thank you, Papa, for all that you've done. Thank you for your teaching. Thank you for your blessing. Everybody shout amen. Don't you despise the day of small beginnings. Start sowing some seed in the kingdom, man. Put your tithes and your offerings. The system works. You cannot dance with the world expecting kingdom results. Father, bless your people in their giving. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody said amen and amen. May his favor be upon you.
So please don't forget next week, family day. It's going to be fun. Be with your family. We're fruitful, right? <laughs> and don't forget we are still continuing with our 14 days of prayer and fasting. Has it been powerful? Has it been life-changing? Have you started to see the fruit? And if you haven't, there's another week coming. And we're expecting God to do something great. Um, is there any new people in the house today? Ah, it was a bit weak. Are there any new people in the house today? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming and spending your time with us. Welcome. And um, we're going to give you a connect card. We're going to give you a voucher to get coffee so you can connect with us. Thank you so much for coming. And um, we're handing it over to the blessing. Well, let's stand this morning. Let's go with the blessing of the Lord. So next week is Tacky's Sunday. We're going to have a good party in the house. Bring family, bring friends. We're just going to have an awesome time next week. Um, it's time to celebrate the new season. Come on, we're going to have... Come on, clap your hands like you're alive. This, this is a new day. It's a new season. God's favor is flowing your way. Amen. Please, we've been getting plenty of prayer requests. Send them. What do I need to Prayer requests on our WhatsApp line. Um, send them. Send them with your testimonies. We want to share them as well. But this is your season of fruitfulness. This is your season of fruitfulness. You're going to bring your testimony. The kingdom don't have takers. The kingdom has got givers. You can't build the kingdom with takers. Everybody is gifted. And everybody is anointed. And everybody is favored. Some are lowly favored. Others are... I thought it was you. Every, some are... The favor of the Lord is upon you. Everybody online receive the blessing of the Lord. The Lord bless and keep you. Cause His face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you, be gracious unto you, give you his peace. The favor of the Lord is upon your life from this day. You will begin to see the hand of God's favor. You begin to experience his goodness manifest all around you and your children. This is the season of increased favor or increased productivity. You will come back with testimonies. And you will testify of the goodness of God from this day forward. Everybody said, Amen. And amen. Let's go rejoicing. God bless you. If you need prayer, please, we are here for you. We'll pray for you. Amen.